we're going to talk for hours. I'm not going to say anything this time. And I need to build up energy, bro. Let me just put some water on these plants because I just noticed they're dead or dying. Oh, we need a clap. That too. All right, ready? Are we clapping? One, yeah, we're clapping. All right. One, two, three. In a world of countless Zoom meetings and millions of hours of movies, one zesty zebra and a frisky panda save the world one podcast at a time. Starring Marlon, Alex. Here we go. Congratulations. You're in a new episode oh. of... <laughs> Was that too much? <laughs> no. no I mean... All right, we'll do it again. Congratulations. Okay. No, you cut me off, bro. Congratulations. I... Damn it, dude. <laughs> okay, look, I'm not going to watch. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just put your head down, man. <laughs> I-, I was trying to cover my eyes and they threw you off. Okay, go, go, go. Congratulations. You're in a new episode of Today's Zoom. I hope you have your popcorn ready. Boom. There we go. All right. (laughs) It took a long time to get that intro, but we got... got, (laughs) I mean, only like four times. Yeah, that was fine. (laughs) Yeah, man. uh, uh, We're continuing the 25th anniversary. Yes. Uh, so uh, the film that we saw for the 25th anniversary is James and the Giant Peach. Um, yep. And uh, that's that came out April 12th, 1996. Yeah. And the other thing we will talk about is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because we did have... We, well, yeah, like, and it's half, halfway through the season. Yeah, and we had like some... What was it? Like questions or... Bets, predictions. Bets and, and predictions, yeah. Whatever it is, we have them. And I did not totally erase them and didn't have to, before this podcast, do them over again. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, James and the Giant Peach. I, this is a movie that I watched during quarantine. Yeah. And I had, I'm, I'm re-watching it now again. I had to. I re-watched it today, actually. Me too. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to lie, when I watched it during quarantine, it put me to sleep. Yeah. So I watched it in like two or three settings. Mm. But, uh, I mean, I was able to stay awake the whole time for this one. (laughs) (laughs) I I get it. Um, Yeah. So I haven't seen this since I was probably in fifth grade or something like Uh that. And uh, I didn't realize how dark it was at one point. Uh, but what do you mean dark? Like uh, the color palettes, or like dark is like the story the, the, is dark. The color palette and somewhat of the story. Uh, yeah, because some parts of the story was pretty dark, and I was like, "Damn, it, it makes sense." Because from what I remember from fifth grade, I was a little scared of this film. Uh, what part were you scared of? Uh, from what I remember, was the scene. I think it was a scene where they're underwater because it was just too dark for me. It was just the color palette was dark, uh, but I just felt scared. And I think it was because I was also nervous about um, 
the Nightmare Before Christmas, and Jack Skellington does show up on that scene. So I think it was the, oh, the connection uh, between the two that made me nervous and scared about it when I was little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Disney likes doing movies from these guy from this guy, right? Um, what's his name? Tim Burton, the author of the books. Oh, boy, uh, that too. Roald Dahl. Uh, Roald Dahl. Because BFG was, it's I think BFG is one of his books. Yeah. It Wait, was, uh, was that a Disney movie? That was. I, I yeah, I recently so. yeah. watched that movie. I recently watched it. It was. But hold on, they didn't do Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right? Hmm. That's not Disney. Think, no, no, that's. I don't think they have. Matilda for that. isn't either, right? That's a good point. I think I should really look that up right now. I don't think Matilda is is part of them. No. Like the film is. We could. I could just look it up. Uh, Tristar. Yeah, no, that's not them then. So never mind. Disney just did two of his movies, but a, a lot of his m- books have been turned into movies. Yeah. Uh, so we have Matilda, Charlie and the Ch- Chocolate Factory. Let's see. And uh, are you talking about the new then, one or the old one? Well, I'm just saying, like. Uh, uh, Roald Dahl's books they, they've been turned into a lot of them have been turned into movies you know yeah yeah Disney did the newer ones right because that's Tim Burton um for or is that all Fox wait I don't know who did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory now the Zanuck Zanuck company which is they're responsible for Jaws Cocoon Driving Miss Daisy Oh, okay. Uh, what else? So Dead that's not a Disney B. movie either. Plan B also did it, which is uh, co-founded by, or founded by Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. And oh, okay. Paramount CEO. Um, Warner Brothers was a distributor. Wait, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the new one, is that, um, what's his name? Is that? It's a Tim Burton film. Tim Burton? Yeah. Was James and the Giant Peach, was that James Burton or not really? Tim Burton was the producer in that. The producer. But he's the producer like he was the producer in The Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Yes. Where, like, it's just his name, but, like, it's the, a completely different... It's Henry Selick, whatever his name is. Yeah. He's the actual director and coordinator of all the stop animation and shit. Yeah, so he's the one who actually... Did uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. So this movie took three years to do, to to make. Really? It it so it was it got to it got they got to work right when the Nightmare Before Christmas was released. So like it was released, it's like about two and a half years is what it took to make this movie. And uh, so it, it was just right off the success of the Nightmare, Be- Nightmare Before Christmas because that's where this company uh, got famous from, right? Uh, Tim Burton used them, and uh, Henry Selick, uh, he's the one that did the Nightmare Before Christmas, and and the, the company was successful, so they're like, yeah, keep going, and they did this. And actually, the stop motion for this is really good. I don't yeah, know if it's it better. I don't know if it's better. Um, it's really good, though. I mean, it's... It's pretty damn smooth. Um, yeah. For that time, what, yeah. What I like from this movie for, um, is that 
it's technically like a, a hybrid movie, right? Because it's two in one. Because you have live action and you have stop motion. Yeah. And that's that's pretty. I don't know if there's another stop motion movie out there that is also a live action movie. Oh, that's a good point. I, I just don't know if there's another one like this. Uh, Disney also doesn't do a lot of hybrid movies, technically. I mean, the only other one is, what, Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Well, It's the other one that's animated and live action? I think they've done a couple of them. Uh, well, it, it, can, you consider, can you consider then, uh, like, uh, Mary Poppins? Yeah. I That's I a guess. hybrid for sure. But other than that, I mean, I especially not recently, I don't, I don't think Disney's done. Other than like that. <laughs> other than the other Mary Poppins, the Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, right. <laughs> but does that one has animation too on it? Yes. Yeah, it does. Can you? Okay, so I mean, this is uh, this is a realm that we we don't know. I don't, maybe we're not the judges of this, but can you consider movies that have a lot of CGI to be hybrid movies? Or not really. I th- They're just live action. Though. Um, I think it depends on the CGI, but because there are some CGI, it's just like layer on top compared uh-huh. to like CGI that is three dimensional, which is an actual image that moves or uh, like something that is motion capture or mocap that is on screen. So yeah, if it's like. I say, let's look at, this is like completely different from Disney, but if we look at Transformers, they had to get like some sort of motion capture for them to move. Yeah. And so they would put a 3D image or 3D drawing or whatnot, a model in there compared Mm -hmm. to like, if you see like an explosion in the background, those are considered layers on top that is just made up. Um so I think that's the difference between them. Um, so probably not then. I think if it's like a character that is what? moving, then it is. Okay, let's pretend. Okay, let's pretend that in the new Spider-Man movie, okay. they actually do um, a multiverse sort of thing. Uh-huh. If in that movie they go from like CGI Spider-Man into an alternate reality where everything is two D animation. Uh-huh. Would that then, and then somehow that 2D animated uh, Spider-Man it makes its way onto, like, the live version of, of, like, to the other reality? Would then that, would we consider that then to be? Yes. Okay. Gonna, that I'm would never yes. happen. I don't think Actually, we're ever going to see on, another bro, movie bro, like this. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. But, I don't think we're going to see that. But there is a rumor that they're getting the 1990s Spider-Man TV show Spider-Man, the cartoon, into the new Into the Spider-Verse. But it's probably just going to be like a, a, a draw, like a, I don't know if it's going to be like a whole, a whole thing, like I said. Who knows, bro? I mean, if it's like, if they're getting right, right. different Spider-Man and it's possible that they can like cross-connect. Yeah. That's true, that's true. Well, let's go back to James and the Giant Peach. Yes. Because we just are now talking about <laughs> what is of Spider-Man. Yeah, crossovers in animation. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is one of those books that was... Uh, I'm talking about the books. I'm not talking about the movie here. But this is one of those books that, uh, just if you ever want a fun fact, it was banned from a lot of places. 
Oh, really? Because in the book, it talks a lot about, like, violence, drugs. It talks a lot about... And then also, it came out in the, like, the 60s and stuff. And so it was, like, one of those things where it's like, oh, taboo. We can't talk about real-life shit. Like, your parents die and you're, you're, a, yeah. you're an orphan and you have to figure out how to survive with, with basically no one, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is what this movie, this, this book's really about. Um, the story of this is really, you know... Uh, don't don't set limits on yourself. You, you're the only one that can set limits, and you don't need others to tell you who you are or what you can do. Yeah. You can accomplish things, you know, without the uh, the voice of uh, other people. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much Dude, like your actions define who you are. Yeah, and the, you can make your own your own future. You can make your own things. I think the in the books too. I. I I read this book, but long time ago. Me too. Um, I remember that there was the the ants die when they get ran over by the peach. I think that's one of the big differences from the movie, because mm-hmm. they somehow make it driving underwater all the way to New York, which okay, I guess that works for Disney. Um, <laughs> they probably just didn't want to. I mean, they didn't want to kill anyone other than they those did, two. Didn't. Like the parents. So, uh, I mean, they die. They die. And then also, the James, um, well, in the sky, when they're out floating, instead of going to that pirate ship, which does, does I don't think that happens in the book, they do have to fight against different um, weather monsters or slash gods that they, they control the weather and yeah. they get to fight against them. I think at a point they... They crash into a rainbow god or something, um, but but yeah, for the movie they they just they cut it to just uh, going into a pirate, and I guess technically he fights against the uh, the rhino, right? Yeah, and then the yeah. uh, the other difference was like he the dude that showed up that gave him the crocodile tongues. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the book, it it wasn't even crocodile tongues. It just said like magical crystals or something. Uh huh. Which I think they kind of reference to that in the... They, oh, no, they keep saying worms. They do say worms. Yeah, it's crystals. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a cool cool story. I like this story. I mean, it's nice. It, it's, it's good, man. It gives you a lot of motivation. It gives you... Especially if you're, if you're a kid. I, I don't remember... I think I'm like you, where I think I was more or less scared of this movie. Yeah. This is a movie that I watched on VHS, provided for free At from school? the <laughs> public library. Oh. Nope. <laughs> the public library, dude. This is one of those where it was like, we would go to the library like once a week or something with my mom. Yeah. And uh, and I, we for the first time with my sisters discovered that we can rent VHS movies and we're like, oh shit, we just get these for free and then we're like... <laughs> You don't have to go to Blockbuster and pay three ninety nine a day or whatever it was. Remember? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so we ended up uh, we ended up getting this in the in the. I remember we got this in Hook. I don't know if that makes sense because I don't know when Hook. Wasn't Hook like uh, around ninety? Probably not the same. Yeah. Ninety six also. Uh, also oh no, ninety one. Oh, okay, so that would make sense that yeah. I would rent them out at the same time. 
I also don't think I watched it in 96. I'm going to say maybe 97, 98. Maybe 96. I don't know. I can't remember. Dude, I don't know. I don't know how fast they put movies out in the public library. That's a good to point. To rent in VHS. That's a good Plus, point. If I remember correctly, uh, with VHSs, you would have to wait like a whole year almost for them to come out, no? Yeah. And you won't even or know. At least six months. <laughs> or at least six months. True. And the crazy thing is, you won't even know that film is coming out until you rent another film from that production. That will tell company. you, yeah. And then it will tell you in the beginning <laughs> that it's yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can do a BHS release. For for James and a Giant Peach? It probably was released in 1990. Oh, it was. It's six months. So it's six months Whoa, is that's, what it would that's, take. That's twice as long as what we get right now. Um, well, actually, I don't Dude, know. Dude, movies are out like instantly now. On, instantly on, right now because of what we're going. Because yeah. of what we're going through. But before it was like two, three months. Yeah, because as soon as it was off from the theaters, it would just go straight to yeah to BOD video on demand. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, anything else you you want to talk about this movie? Uh, so I thought the spider was uh, what was her name, Salma Hayek. Oh, but no. it ends up being Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Dude, uh, really good actors are, are in this movie uh, for voices. Uh, Simon Cowell. Callow. Yep. Uh, yeah. Richard Dreyfus. We have a lot of uh, Harry Potter peoples. I um, I thought like I thought when I first heard the kid the orphan kid's name, I thought it was Harry like so Harry Potter's dad. Uh huh. Because I heard James Potter. Which is Harry Potter's dad, I believe. Uh, but so I had to like rewind it. I was like, "What the hell?" I I have to make sure. But it's oh James yeah, no, Trotter. It's, yeah, yeah, Trotter. Yeah, dude. Uh, the guy that gives him the the um, the crocodile tongues or whatever. Um, oh yeah, that guy. He he's gonna be in another movie. I think we we're gonna watch later on this year. Or because we're gonna watch, I mean, we have to watch Romeo and Juliet, right? I mean, it's a classic. That's true. Um, and he was in that movie. I can't. I think he's the priest. I'm gonna say he's the priest in that movie. Um. Yeah, yeah. He's also in Jurassic Park. The second one, The Lost World. The second one, right? He's the the main one of the bad guys is hunting, right? I can't even say his last name, man. Pete Post. Oh, I don't. That's why I never even. I didn't even try. I didn't even try. They're British, though. Yeah, he's gonna like kick our asses on this podcast for not pronouncing his last name right. Yeah, is he still alive? Oh yeah, he has to be alive. No, he passed away. Oh really? Oh dang! Yeah, he passed away in 2011. Oh damn! That's right after he did Inception. Maybe he did Inception. I think he. He was definitely in Inception, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, he was in Inception in 2010. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that sucks. Well, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the, what's his name? Uh, the guy that plays actual James. The, Paul Terry? Yeah. Is he in anything else? 
I want to say this is probably his one and only thing he ever did. He did like a sitcom, four seasons in a sitcom called Micro Soap. Huh. Look, the kid is, um, his face is creepy. <laughs> in, the, in the film? <laughs> in, uh, in the film. I, maybe the it's the way it was shot. Well, okay, look, that that's, I think this is what worked from this movie. Mm-hmm. Was, it's a hybrid, but it's not cheesy. Like, Roger Rabbit, like, who framed Roger Rabbit is very cheesy. It's very comical. It's very, mm-hmm. like, this is never going to be remade again because this is too cheesy, right? But it was uh, amazing. Is, <laughs> it was amazing, but it's just that I don't necessarily know. We might we might go back to wanting to watch movies that are cheesy and having things that are very cheesy and very, like, you know, just extra. Like, I think, like Space Jam? I think, <laughs> like Space Jam. The original one. May. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's more. Maybe we'll go back to that. I think that's why Space Jam Two is not gonna work, because we we find that to be too corny now. It just doesn't work with what we want to watch now, or what most people want to watch. You know? Yeah. You want to watch something that has more depth to it, that's more serious, or whatever. But I think James and the Giant Peach to me works because when you do the live action, it kind of looks like. The humans are doing stop motion. But I know they were filmed. I don't think they were necessarily put into stop motion. Yeah. But uh, the way it's shot, you still have like the same, like the same aspects, ratios, so when you do with the puppets and uh, the same camera movements, the, everything. So it never really, it always seems like you're in a stop motion movie, yeah. but with live action yeah. added to it, you know? Yeah. Um, which I like from it a lot, you know? Um, I did find out that mm-hmm. he, James, when he's in the stop motion, he had human-like eyes. But in the test runs that they did, everyone was too freaked out about it because it was too realistic and it looked bizarre. So they cut off his eyes and put buttons because the rest of the, the, uh, the characters. characters have buttons as eyes. Mm. So they put buttons as his eyes. So that, that's an interesting thought because, like, the same director, he also did uh, Coraline. Caroline? Yeah. Coraline, And yeah. He had, they have buttons in the eyes. So they, I guess the, in the, the test runs that they did, they realized that human eyes and stop-motion humans are too, too wild, too, too freaky. <laughs> so they decided this is not going to work. It's not going to do well. This movie, by the way, didn't do well at all, Marlon. This movie didn't even cover what it costs to make. Really? I wonder if that's Ooh, a reason why right. we don't have stop motions, you know? I think the budget was estimated at $38 million and it barely made twenty eight. Uh, well, actually made almost twenty nine, but still you're losing. The total box office, is, box office says 37.7, so that might be worldwide, maybe. Oh, Okay. So it, it lost some money, right? And that's probably, like, up to date what it's done, probably. I don't know. It's just not... It's also not... People don't necessarily talk about this movie that much. And do you still... Do they still get money, like, through the VHS? I don't know. I don't know if that... I don't know how that works. I'm assuming they do, right? I mean, I don't know if they necessarily get movie for streaming, because I, I don't think none of them have contracts for streaming. 
I'm pretty sure someone's getting money with the streaming, you know? Yeah. But you're right. I wonder. You're right, though. I it wonder. It was uh, 28 million out of the 38. Yeah. I mean, opening day was like around eight. So it's not too bad, but it's not good. You know, you want to at least make uh, most of your money back on opening weekend, you know, and, and it just didn't. Yeah. Didn't deliver. Yeah. So it says right here that it did get 28.9 million in the U.S. and Canada, but it received uh, another 8.8 million through the rest of the world. So it got 37.7. So it, it made his money back, but. Somewhat. It still lost like 0.3 million. It's, so. And it's not it's Three. not considered to be a successful movie. Yeah. For that. Um, you know what? I think maybe working two and a half years on making a movie is the problem, right? It's like, dude, it, it takes it takes a whole entire week of work to take to shoot two seconds of it. Uh, yes. For, That's insane. Well, you can probably do two seconds within a day. Now I don't know how how bad it was back then. That that's what I that's what uh from the VHS I on the YouTube I found the behind the scenes and they were saying that it took two seconds per week to finish. Um, that's crazy, dude. Um, they said they had fifteen different puppets for each character, mm. and yeah, it took fifth it took two seconds per week. To film. I wonder how many, like, animators they had because... They had uh, 15 different... Um, animators? Sound stages. Sound stages. Oh, shit. And they had different people in each one. I don't know how many people per stage. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, for sure. That's a lot of sound stages. And they was going all at once. So I'm assuming they shot different scenes all at once. Yeah, they, they have to. If they have 15 mm-hmm. different puppets and then 15 different sound stages, they had a puppet for sound stage. Yeah. Um, and most likely pers- they, they were shooting 15 scenes at a time. Um, that's a lot of fucking time to do it, you know. Um, Where nowadays we would just put it into a computer that would do it for you, right? Uh, some parts. So the what I can see is that what they did back then, everything was animated. Like, even the inside of the peach was, like, actually created. But now oh. they can use green screen on the puppets. Yeah. So you can add a background or add something else. So you all you have to focus on is the actual foreground or the field in front of the puppet and also the puppet. You know, so you don't have yeah. to focus on anything else in the construction. Um but uh, there is, there are a lot of videos of like Kubo and the Two Strings, which they have like a short clip, like a two-minute clip of showcasing how, like, how fast they how do. How they did it? Not how they do it, but they just show like a, uh, a, like a sped-up video of them animating, and you can see the person wearing the exact same clothes, just for that one second. So for within a day, they can do one second. So every day they do one second of action. In that film. Plus, plus we have now uh, cameras that can like do, can do the actual tracing, like the robotic that will follow through. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I can see how I can see how it, uh, the process is definitely faster now. Yep. Plus, who knows if they were filming this in? They, I'm assuming they didn't film it in digital, 
So I'm assuming this was filmed in an actual film and not digital. Because I don't think... Well, I t- Toy Story had just come out, but... True. Uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think... I think this movie was just still in film, so... And now I'm assuming you shoot it and you shoot it digitally, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's interesting. Well. Yeah, there's a, a lot of universities who are doing animation, and some students are like putting stuff that they've made uh, uh-huh. from school or off to the side, like side projects, and they're doing these animations. And uh, I've seen a lot of them because I showcase them to my students. Uh, they do get like action figures and they animate these action figures to do these things and you can see that he spent a whole week just doing maybe like 30 to one minute of animation and it's just that kid or that person doing it by themselves what yeah and they do it like on top of the of the characters uh, so they use action figures and they move uh-huh. move every section bit by bit uh, and they also have a program where they can erase items that they don't want on film. So if it's like the armature that's holding uh, the puppet, uh, they can erase that from the screen. Damn, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's, cool a, it'll, it's a lot to go into. Uh, but yeah, it makes yeah. complete sense of why now it's a lot faster compared to back then. Yeah, because I'm, I'm assuming since they didn't do anything digitally back then... If they had to change something, it means reshooting. Yeah, I believe. And so. if you didn't like how it looked, like like let's say they worked on a whole week, like uh, they like a ten second thing we're talking about over a month to shoot, and then you you show the ten second clip to the director, and he's like, I didn't like how this movement happened, and it's like, oh fuck, we got to do the whole thing over again, and it's like. It's a whole month gone to waste. I'm, yeah. wa- I'm wondering if they filmed it where it's more three-dimensional or more like 360 view. So they have multiple cameras in different angles and shooting at the same time. So they had more shots than one? Different shots or different angles for those shots. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows? It, it was shot in the more or less the same way that um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was shot. Yeah. Because it's the same company and it's them picking up from it, you know? Yeah. Which um, is uh, Skelling, Skellington Productions, which Skellington, was yeah. which was absorbed by Walt Disney Pictures. Yeah. So they're gone. <laughs> they're gone, yeah. They're not doing shit anymore. Uh, oh, um, so uh, I don't know if you have anything to say about this, but we do have the questions. Oh, we do, film. we do. Um, before... Oh, oh yeah, let, let's get into that. Let's get into that. All right. Let's go... So we go to our one one. normal uh, routine for these films. Uh-huh. So my favorite scenes, I have two. Uh, one of them okay. was when they were all fighting the sharks. Or the shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good scene. Uh, the other scene was near the end when James is going against the rhino, kind of like a uh-huh. climax of what happened to his parents. So those two yeah. were my favorite scenes. It's just the confrontation between two enemies. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite scenes... Um, well, my my favorite scenes is actually... 
more or less the transitions. When he mm. go, he's going into the peach. Yeah. Coming out of the peach after the scene you talked about at the end. It's just so flawless how it's like... I know it's done in like a shadow, so you can't really see the actual person transform. Yeah. But that was cool. There's also another transition in that scene when they're fighting the the sharks. Yeah. Where the the worm I don't I don't remember his name, but the worm opens his mouth mm-hmm. and the camera just goes into his mouth and it just transitions to another scene and I just I thought that was really cool. Because they had to, I'm assuming, they had to cut and paste the scene into his mouth. Yeah. Because it stopped motion when it goes into his mouth, and then it, when it leaves, and then it's it's the next scene. I like that transition. Um, I also liked when they go from, they, they do the 2D animation when he falls asleep and he has the nightmare. Oh, it's like Do the paper cutout or picture cutout yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, I just love that little section there. It's just really... I, lo- I love him as a caterpillar. Um, yeah, I just thought it was it was just pretty cool. I, I like that it's like a reference to the hungry, 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 uh, what you call it, caterpillar? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the metaphors to uh, him in a cocoon... More or less, or in the peach as a cocoon, and him as a caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so Ooh, next the next question. one is best... No, wait, not that one. Unsung Heroes, or Hero. Unsung Heroes. So yeah. for me, Unsung Hero is... I call him Steven. Steven. And it's Steven Seagull. Oh, the seagull? Yeah, so the seagulls, bro. I love the seagulls. Dude. <laughs> They're unsung heroes, bro. Uh, that's who I had too, though. <laughs> but yeah, they are. Dude, they are. Uh... Yep, yep. You go ahead. You say the reasons. Well, they suffered through a lot. I mean, uh-huh. they had to carry the peach. They got fucking frozen. And they got fucking frozen. Uh, and then they still had to carry some bugs. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. You know who I'm gonna, I'm gonna just to say someone different. Okay. I'm gonna say the lady, bu- the the bug with the the eye, the the color. Well, I mean the light, the lighty, the oh, light bug. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I legit fucking forgot she was in the fucking <laughs> Me peach. Too. I just remember <laughs> her from the beginning, and then that's it. Like I forgot the rest. Dude, it's just I remember I was like watching it, and then. Uh, I was really into that song, the 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 family song, like yeah. the whatever love song, and then out of nowhere she comes out. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, she she started. She's in this movie. <laughs> I completely forgot she was in it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Next question. All right. So the next question is best line. Uh, so I have a couple. One of them is very cheesy, uh, which is when the guy with the crocodile tongues says the magic is in here and he points at his chest and his heart. Uh Uh So that was a good line for me. Um, uh, 
the other scene or the other best line was when the aunts were were uh, like selling tickets to see the peach, and the father shows up, and they're like, "Sorry, father, it will cost you double." <laughs> oh yeah, that's and then he that's... says, "May God forgive you." <laughs> That was, that was a good line. Funny. Yeah, that was a good line. Uh, the next um, one for me, I have two more. So the next one is um, when the earthworm was describing what happened to his brother uh, yeah, with the yeah, shovel. Yeah. And he said uh, they split him right down the middle. Now I have two half brothers, <laughs> which, which I found hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And the last one was when the Mr. Centipede jumps into the water and the cricket says... He's committed pesticide. <laughs> oh yeah, that. <laughs> um, those are dude, good I ones. like the. Those are great. The pesticide one is great. Um, yeah, I liked when uh, when they get lost, mm-hmm. and the centipedes asking the the grasshopper or the grasshopper. Uh, it's like we're lost, and he's like the centipede's like we're not lost, and the centipede's like then where are we? And he goes, I don't know, possibly north or or, or maybe the deep <laughs> way, south way or something. I go way south, <laughs> and then I think he asks, "What's your longitude and altitude?" And he's like, "Hey, that's personal information or something." <laughs> yeah. <It's> just, <laughs> um, yeah, that. Um, yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah. The 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 comedy worked so well, and yep. it. The comedy works so well because all these guys are comedians. Like we, the most of the voice actors are, are, com- are British comedians. Um, yeah. I also like the when he's talk, when the the creepy guy that that gives him the the tongue, the crocodile tongue. Yeah. He's like, oh, what is? The, he's like, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's crocodile tongues. And then he goes into this long ass like list of other stuff that's in it, or like how he he got them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was pretty pretty funny. Um, yeah, he's like a little bit of monkey or something and pigs and sugar. Concerned of a pig or you, something. Yeah, and then you let it boil for like a couple of weeks or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was pretty funny. Good stuff. All right, next. So next one Mushroom. is must watch moment. And for me is when the peach is growing. Yeah, that... that. That has to be a good moment. And to me, it's when the peach falls and rolls down the mountain. Yeah. That, that's true. That's really good. Yeah, because it, it grabs everything that you need So, for the story. Uh-huh. So you do know that like the fence ends up being the staircase wrapping around the peach. Yep. And you have... And that's also the part of the transition that I told you where it's like they're turning into this... You're seeing like the outside that you you're used to seeing it in live action, and now it's like now it's in stop motion, and it's pretty cool. It's cool to see that. Um, also, when he's fighting the the rhino, mm-hmm. the cloud scene is really that just yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, but I have to say this thing too. Um, probably the worst cop ever. When he he lands on the 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 Empire State Building, yeah, dude, he he lets these two crazy ladies almost attack this kid, and he's just watching. And it's not until the fucking like insects come in, and he's like, "Oh, I definitely believe the kid now." <laughs> that's ridiculous. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I know we're recording right now, but there's a fucking spider right in front of me, bro. Oh, man. And I'm thinking if I should just kill it with my hand. Look, set it free. You never know. He could become your best friend. <laughs> How do I set it free, man? Do I just get, like, a piece of paper and just, like, grab him? Yeah, probably. And put him where? I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. It's going down. It's attacking you. You're being attacked by a spider. Uh, I'm just looking at it. It's going in circles now. <laughs> it's going in circles. He doesn't know where it's going. Uh, it's scared. Lost. All right, I'm not going to touch my desk because I'm afraid that I might kill it. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, yeah, those. the whole film was good when it came to the transitions, like you said. Um now the last question is if I was anyone in the world in that world who would I be? And uh-huh. I put Mr. Centipede. Ooh. He yeah, he's such a great character. Um his whole I've seen the world things like oh yeah, <laughs> I lived in a National Geographic. Yeah, I've lived uh, between two pages of the National Geographic. Very informative. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess who I will be, I would be. I'm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the the ladybug, lead, the the light bug mm. person. Because <laughs> it shows just up in two she, scenes. She, I think she does. She says she's just gonna go to sleep. I think so. Uh, and she just like disappears. It's uh, yeah. And she gets credit for the whole thing. Remember her? Because at the <laughs> end, they like she's hella celebrated. True. And doesn't do shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the other thing I forgot. Like, the very end actually gave you uh, a follow-up of what happens to everyone after the peach. Yeah. In the book, it's this. It's very similar, too. It, it, that's how it ends. He's He lives inside the... the What's it called? The inside of the peach? The Yeah, the, the seed. The pit. The, the, the pit. pit. Yeah. There you go, the pit. Yeah. Um, we ready to rate it? Yeah. Uh, what I, you got? I will go with the three and a half. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, look, it's it's a good story. It's decent animation. It's true. it's fun. I've don't remember the book to say it was true to the book, but um, I, I mean, it's still it's, overall it's good. Yeah. It's also what ninety minutes? No, like eighty minutes it, it long. It was pretty short. Yeah. It's like an hour right. and 20 minutes, I so even, it's like 80 minutes. Let's see. It's 82, it's 82 minutes. That's how long it is. The funny you thing know, is... You know, it's an easy watch. Yeah. The funny thing is, the soundtrack is 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the oh, whole so, soundtrack is in there. And it's Paul Newman, right? So, Randy, he, Randy Newman. Randy Newman, my bad. I... I just said the guy from the the dressings. <laughs> um, you did. <laughs> um, he was actually wrapping up Toy Story when they're like, "Can you actually do this too?" So oh. he did both Toy Story and uh, James and the Giant Peach. Oh, nice! One right after the other, or at the same time, he did. He worked on both of them. Um, the only song that was technically in the book is the one where he says that he's James. Because one of the first movies, first first songs that comes out. My name is James. Yeah. My name is James. That that technically half of those lyrics are from the writer. Yeah. 
Uh, the other ones I think are, are his songs. It's really good songs That's too. That's pretty by good. Way. I mean, it's yeah. So um, three and a half. Yeah, for me. three and a half. Three and a half for me as well. Uh, watch it. I mean, if you have Disney Plus, you nothing to watch. Go ahead and watch it. I mean, definitely Although, for stop motion. There's a crap load of stuff to watch on Disney Plus now. Yeah, and they keep releasing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I saw the Mighty Ducks. You know, it's a, it's a decent it's a decent little sitcom that it, I, I it's, it's not a limited series, right? They haven't said it whether or not. All I know is a that it's series. supposed to have 10 episodes. And that's so it's just a for, for one, one one and done. So I'm not sure if they're going to continue from there. Season 2. Yeah. It's, so I'm not sure about that. Um, yeah, which by the way, I also rewatched the movies. God, they're just not. I, they're, not that this good. Is, <laughs> remember how we talked about last time that I want to rewatch movies that I used to think are really good and I haven't <laughs> watched in a long time. Yeah, I think this is one of those. Dude, I just watched the. Uh, um, I, I watched both of them this week, but the second one was the one that's even more. Just ridiculously over the top, and it's like, oh boy, this is not good. Like, it's not that it's not good, it's just like, it's why the fuck would the Winter Olympics happen in LA? <laughs> Has that ever happened? I, I know that technically the actual Olympics happened in LA. <laughs> the actual Olympics happened in LA around the time that this movie was made, I think. And then, but. Who in their right minds would give L.A. the Winter Olympics? Not not the regular Olympics, the Winter Olympics. Because there's, I mean, no, it's just, there's, first of all, it's never, it's, it's hot. And you could tell because in the actual movie, when they play hockey outside in the streets, they're all wearing shorts and it's hot as fudge because... It's L.A. Why would you do the winter sports in L.A.? It doesn't make... It doesn't add up, Marlon. It does so, not add up. So they... It was in L.A.? The Winter Olympics? No, no, I mean, like, the whole thing that happened with them, it was in L.A. It was, like... Yeah, dude, it's in L.A. He becomes Hollywood, remember? He's Hollywood Bombay, you know? He gets to meet all the stars and, and all the athletes and... He becomes a dick and overnight and overnight he also abandons the whole idea of him being a dick. It's oof, it's just <laughs> and, not And in the T V shows he abandons it too. Yeah. He yeah. just has these roller coaster rides, man. Um, he is, he is. Well wait, there's only two episodes out, right? Yeah. Or there's the only one come two. out today. Okay, okay. Good, good, okay. I'm caught up then. Um yeah, anyways. But that's for another day. We're not talking about that right now. This is a you know not scheduled, not talked about. So. I just I'm just making an argument that we should do rewatch movies that at one point we thought were good. Yeah. And and just to see how they are now, you know. And I want to throw in I want to throw in Hook because I remember when I was a kid that was one of my favorite movies to watch. Yeah. I might I think Hook might might actually hold up. And I actually think it, it might be better than what I thought it was. So I've re- recently, s- I've seen that like maybe eight or nine months ago. What? Yeah. During so, the quarantine. Yeah. So I'm going to say this for my end. It, di- it does hold up. 
Uh, okay, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I know. I know it's not considered one of his best movies, but I want to say that For it's Robin Williams. Robin, yeah. But I, I want to say it's really good. I think it's really good. Um, yeah. Uh, Maggie Smith is in it too. Really? Yeah, and she played the the witch. She played the the witch, witch. the teacher from uh, Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She who she. You'll probably remember her. She's the older witch that's part. She's with Dumbledore. No, I know who she is in, oh. in Harry Potter, but... Oh, in Hook? Who she, Hook. She's Wendy. She's no. Wendy when she's older. Yeah. Oh, the older, older Wendy. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, a little kid. I'm like, no, hell no. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, also uh, Katie confirmed that she she would be down to do the Harry Potter thing. In the right. over, over, so we have to talk about that later. Damn, so we're, we're going to be like like full because like, we, it's we gonna be stuff us going to be us two, maybe like Katie Jessica, and your sister. Jessica, yeah. So we're going to be like, damn, this is a straight up watch party. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Uh, should we get on to the Winter Soldier? Yes, because we do have roughly 10, 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Or something like that. I don't know if yep. it's like an hour. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we did talk about that. We made predictions. Predictions. And we are three episodes in, and we're kind of doing a recap with the predictions and see how far we are going. Uh, uh-huh. Alex, you have some sort of PDF or Excel sheet or something going on with I both do. our predictions. Uh, I do. So, how are you doing this? Are you like marking off, like putting an X next to our names on the questions when it's wrong, or like we already lost on that section? Or, well, I okay, I haven't been keeping track, so I will. I think that that's what we should do today. I think we should try to to see how we're doing, right? Okay. Okay. So the first one, cameos. I think we've only seen one cameo. Is that, would you agree that so far we only yes. in one? So the one cameo, okay. and I'm going to say this right now, it is War Machine. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. It doesn't seem like uh, uh, the Sharon, what's her name? Sharon Carter? Yeah. Is that her name? I don't know if she's going to come back. Also, we don't know if the the guard from Wakanda is going to come back. But potentially, those could also be another two cameos, right? That's a good point, yeah. And we decided that it's only a cameo if they show up just once. Yeah, in that episode. Uh-huh. But not in the series, they can't come back, right? Um, or is it considered a, a cameo even if they're there for like two or three episodes? I think it is if they don't do anything to the story. Okay. So they don't. So by that definition, then uh, Carter lady is out because she did add to the story. Yeah. Okay. So so far, just one, and that's War Mission. Yeah. Okay. Also, just spoilers. Uh, the director, so no, not director. The 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 producer of of this of. Falcon and the Winter Winter Soldier, he did go on an interview mm-hmm. and said that season, episode five we're gonna see a very um, 
a cameo that's gonna make us cry. Um, it's what he how he described it. Is it going to be Steve Rogers? <laughs> that a lot of people are saying that now with, you know what? He he said it's going to be something where we're just going to be, a, like, we're just going to be very, it's going to bring tears to our eyes, is what he said. Okay, I'm not sure if he's trolling because we don't want to uh, look too much into it because of WandaVision. But also, now that we have Wakanda back in the mix... This Ooh. this was technically filmed. This was filmed. No way, bro. 2019 no before way. before he passed Chad away. Passed away. So Ooh. technically, if he is in this, that would be because not only did he say the cameo we're gonna see is is not only something that's gonna make us cry, but he also said that it's it's gonna be an appearance what he defined as a hero that moves the world which i think that's happening a lot in the series where we're defining like villains and we're defining heroes right yeah and and so he him going and saying look there's different kinds of heroes there's the heroes that move the world and then there's the heroes that don't more or less right yeah. so he's referring to like thor like iron man um and then i'm assuming that that Black Panther is considered well, he is a world mover. He, he, he is. He, re- yeah. he revealed like Wakanda, and he revealed yeah. the technology. So I mean, look, but we can either have the death of Rogers of Steve Rogers. Wait, wait, hold on though. Okay. When you say move the world, is it within the MCU or in real life? Because he no, did no, no. move us. That's you. No, he life. he's he's. Just talking about uh, the MCU. Oh, okay. So he he says there's heroes. So he defined, like, for example, he defined War Machine to not be a world mover, right? Because he's more or less a sidekick. So basically his definition is, like, if you are the main person of the movie, Mm -hmm. then you're that world hero mover. If you are a hero that is tagged along to that, then you're technically not that world mover. Yeah. So, like, for example, every freaking movie that we've seen from from, um, from uh, Captain America, we get introduced to new superheroes that technically are powerful and, and are, do good things, but they're not even world movers. Yeah. And I don't know if he's saying that because he wants the Falcon or he, maybe he thinks that the Winter Soldier might be that ascent to that position. Yeah. You know? Which I don't see it yet. I don't think that maybe they're setting up the Falcon to be a huge leader. Yeah. But I more more or less think it might be the Winter Soldier because he was part of the Thunderbolts. So he could be the main character of Thunderbolts. Damn. Oops, sorry. But the whole but the whole uh the whole thing with Black Panther showing up, man, that got me a little teary-eyed, man. <laughs> Dude, so thinking about it, like, this is my theory. I'm not on the nothing. Also, remember, they've been trolling like crazy this last year. Yeah. So we can't take to heart that there's going to actually be a crazy cameo on in, in C episode 5. But the word is that there's going to be a big cameo. But anyways... <laughs> If we're and if there's no other cameo except for the the one for War Machine and that one in episode five, I'm gonna win this because I said three and you said four. But that's true. 
<laughs> we'll continue. Okay, That's if second. we stop at three, and if That's we stop it. at four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so the second one is uh, how many villains will there be? And now this is a this is an interesting one. Yeah. Because we also kind of don't know who's a, well. Okay, how many villains do you think we would we have? So I said four. No, no, I mean so far. How many do you think we have so far? All right, so villains so far. Yeah. Um, it's tough because, like you said, it you can't, you don't really know. Don't know. And since we're three episodes in, so I'm pretty sure all the listeners will be like, oh, we've seen this. If you look at the Flag Smashers, like, wh- how many of those are there? They said it was yeah. 20, right? Yeah, uh, well, they have 20 serums, right? Yeah, and how many did they use already? Well, we know for sure she's one of them, right? Because she's well, and, has and the other the other two and the two, yeah. So I think there's more than three right now. Okay, so when it comes to the flag smashers, are we gonna consider them all as one villain, or are we gonna go individual ones? I think we should go all as one villain, bro. Okay, we... you just want to win. <laughs> I do. Uh, because or else you would uh, I'd rather... Okay, listen. What if we just go with the three? The three original ones, we count them as three different ones. Because, you know, I need to get to seven, bro. I need to get to seven. <laughs> well, they label themselves as the Flag Smashers. So that's one. Okay, so it's one. <laughs> one group. Okay, well, how about this? We give the group a one, but I think she is a main villain in the group. So she should be, which I don't know her name. Have you caught on to her uh, name? I think it's uh, Carly. I think it's like Carly Montague or something like uh, that. I don't know her name. But I, I can we at least give her one because it seems like she's the leader? Oh, it's Carly Morthen- Morgenthau. Morgenthau. Which also, we don't know if she's going to end up being a good guy or a bad guy. True. But so far, we can consider them to be one. Yeah, so... Could it, we consider her to be one and then them another? Like the organization it, another it, one? It's really tough, bro, because like... It is tough. The Flag Smashers, you know that they want to do good and it's like Robin Hood because they steal yeah. from the rich or they get the vaccines and they give Look. it off to these people. Let's leave them as question marks. I think villains, we cannot define it. Because as villains, I think Flag Smashers are still question mark. Yep. Halfway through the season. I think maybe in the next two episodes, we're going to actually see who the villains are. Yeah. Okay? And then we have to talk about... um, Okay, because I also think that new Captain America guy might be a villain. Because we... (sighs) I don't know. I, I, to me, I would put him as a question mark, too. I feel like he's going to get the serum, too. Yeah, if he hasn't already. <laughs> I No, he hasn't, man. He kind of sucks. <laughs> he does suck. But, dude, the way he was like in that train, it kind of looks like he had some sort of powers going on. Well, he had a lot of training, though. That's true. That's true. Okay, so, okay, then um, the other one is, what's his name? Simo? Simo? Z- yeah, Zemo. Zemo. Um, what do we What do we think about him? He is definitely a villain. 
even though he's doing good things right now? Bro, he and by shot your definition, that dude. He shot that dude. Yeah, but... Bro, he, I don't know. I Okay, I told you he, this, man. He's I'm, an anti-villain. I'm going to slap my hands, bro. Okay. <laughs> I told you this. <laughs> he shot the guy. He was unarmed. <laughs> he wasn't even looking at him. <laughs> but he could be an anti-villain. Like, uh, you know. All right. Anti-villain would still kill a villain if the villain is doing something wrong at that moment. Listen, I'm gonna put Simo. This is what I'm gonna do. (laughs) I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Simo as a villain? Question mark. And I'm also putting him in number three as new superhero because we don't know where his story is gonna go. Although. Just because the wind, just because Wakanda showed up, I have a slight feeling that he's gonna be the villain for the, the Black Panther two. Because he's technically they still haven't had vengeance on him, and if he's out, then they're gonna try to venge, vengeance against him. Well, they could also do that on this on the show. On this show, yeah, it could be. Yeah, we we don't know. We just don't know because uh, like um, because. The new cast That's what, uh, found yeah, out, yeah, like, yeah. it's possible that Falcon and Winter Soldier released Zemo. So, Wakanda could find out and be like, oh, shit, there it goes. And they could, yeah. you know. Okay, I mean, so I, I also <clears throat> added to the list of villains and heroes, mm-hmm. new cap. Both of them are question marks to me. And... Okay, I think that so far we can only have one confirmation on on the villain, mm-hmm. and that is the broker, the power broker, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't know. We know he exists, or they exist. Yeah. No, they they have been they have been said to be a, a male, right? I think when they're talking about them, they keep referring to them as male. So the power broker, he hasn't shown up. But we can assume that he is the villain of this whole entire... Or a main villain. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Anyone else that we're missing, maybe? For villains? You know, I can see from what you mentioned earlier... This is like a side thing. Like, if... uh, T'Challa shows up... Uh Because of Zemo... In that then Simo has to be. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. This is tough, man. Okay. Um. All right. So I think that's it with with villains. So so far, yeah. if we get the ones that are correct, that adds up to four. If New Cap and Simo and Flag Smashers Fuck, and the I'm Power Broker. I'm already almost out. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like you're going to probably win this because I don't know if I don't know if I, I'm going to go ahead and say that what would make the Flag Smashers not be the villains in this movie. So hold up. There's there's another thing. We for we already forgot one villain. Who? Which is GSP. The company? Not the company. Uh, the guy from the very first episode 
the mixed martial artist, uh, George St. Pierre. Oh. So he's also a villain that already showed up. Okay, okay. Because Wait, he well, also showed up. Do you remember up, his name? Um, uh, Batrock, I believe. So it's like B-A-T-R-O-C. Uh, he shows up in the Winter Soldier, and then he shows he does, up on he this. He does, he does, he does. Okay, so we have one. Is that a cameo? Because he's, he didn't add anything to the story, though. Uh, maybe it will later on, but it is something that, like, Falcon had to deal with, which is, like, some uh, uh, correlation well, to Captain America had to deal that with that. We'll just add it. We'll add him to the to the villains, because I need seven villains. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> he could be he could be a cameo if he doesn't come back okay he could be a cameo right all right yeah and then uh i'll favor you he does he does escape though he does yeah he could be the power broker who knows he could you know who i think maybe maybe the power broker mm-hmm. um the the rio um what's his name from from uh shit from from the third Spider Man and the third Iron Man, uh, he's coming out uh, in the not the hammer, ten rings. Right? He's coming out in the oh, ten rings. Uh, no, the, the, the fake one, the Mandarin, the Mandarin. I kept thinking Mandalorian, and I was like, that's <laughs> not right. The Mandarin, because the Mandarin, the real Mandarin, is supposed to come out in uh, the ten rings that's coming out soon, and it would make sense that this movie connects that movie, right? Or, or yeah. I mean, he could be. I mean, he's technically a, a, a powerful dude. And uh, we could... It could be that the power broker we don't see until the end. Mm-hmm. And it's straight up to just set up yeah. the Ten Rings. True. Yeah. Okay. So, oh. Um, also, should we add to villain question mark? Uh, uh, Carter? What's her name? San- it's not Sandra. Sarah? Uh, Sharon. Sharon. I think we can't... Or do we not know with her yet? We don't know yet. Even though she's like... So she she's should like, be question mark? I say question mark, yeah. Okay. Uh, Alright. Let's move on to the next question. Okay, the next question How many is, scrolls will we see? Wait, superhero ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, scrolls. My bad. Scrolls. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I said two. We haven't seen any yet. No. So so far nothing. Yeah. Um, I said one. I think I have a better chance than you, honestly. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they're gonna be talking about scrolls. Plus, I don't think any of the characters in this show have prior knowledge of scrolls. Yeah. If you know you what know, I mean. You know, it'll be crazy if uh, George Saint Pierre was actually a scroll. The whole time. You always say that. You always say, if this person's a scroll, if this person's a scroll. Well, he could be, though. He I mean, be. He, he did. Yeah. He was fighting Captain America, and it was pretty. He was powerful, yeah. 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 Also, there's a scroll in the new Loki. We talked about this off the podcast, off but there yeah. is a scroll in the new Loki when he, he's being taken into the office. There's just a random dude there in all scroll forms, but he has a tracksuit, mm. which means that maybe we have scrolls that time jump too, which is 
which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. All right. Um, superheroes. How many um, new? How many superheroes? So I have it as how many new superheroes? Yeah, new superheroes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I'm gonna take Sibo out because I don't know. I don't think he's gonna be a superhero. Let's just be real. Um, also, he's not new because we kind of knew him already. Yeah. So for sure, the new Captain America. Yeah. Which we don't know if he's a hero or a villain yet. Because that company that he's working for is sus. It's very sus as to what the fuck that is. It just reminds me a lot of, um, uh, of yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't give me good vibes. What him, I think his sidekick, who else is, what is his name? Battlestar. Battlestar. Okay, I think he might be. But I'm going to put a question mark on Well, he's not a superhero, right? It's just a normal dude with a suit. Does that consi- is that considered a superhero or no? Uh, he has a nickname, and <laughs> I mean, you give a he nickname. He has the outfit, <laughs> and he has an outfit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna put him as question mark. Um, the Isaiah guy, that's the old, that the black, which I'm guessing is a black. Yeah, Isaiah Bradley. Captain America. Um, his kid might be his. Is it nephew or, or grandson, like the kid that's there with him? Yeah. He might be a new one, but we don't we don't know if, if he's gonna become one. True. Um who was the Falcons uh um the the Latino guy? Paris? Uh oh, no, is it Paris? What's his name? Yeah Joaquin Torres. Torres, yeah. So he in the superhero in the in the comic books he becomes the new Falcon. So maybe should I put a question mark for him? Yeah, I say question oh, mark. I mean, because he hasn't, he's not yet, right? Yeah. All right. I said one. So if any of these guys become a superhero, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get one, then you're right on it. But if you get two, uh, I'll be out. Yeah, I said four. So. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Alright, um, love interest? So, we technically saw one, but I don't know if that's considered because it didn't go anywhere after that first date. Because she's really into him, but he's not really into anything. Although, did it seem like he was really into Carter? Agent Carter? No. I don't think so. Okay. But I think if they I, go to more, if they go have more than one date, then yes, I think this is okay. a, a true thing, because like, okay. I mean, a love interest has to have both sides. This is my definition, where both sides are into each other. But if it's like a first date and then you never see them again, it's more like one sided, uh, and it's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, so I'm just gonna put nothing zero. Nothing yet. Um, that I heard a rumor. People are saying that perhaps mm-hmm. um, Bucky, the the Wakanda, the person that showed up from Wakanda, the mm-hmm. I don't know her name, but she is um, Ao. The Ao. She's like the one of the main guards. Yeah. The second in command or whatever. People were saying that maybe perhaps they too have something going on. Mm. You know. Yeah. 
because we don't know what happened to him when he was in Wakanda and what why he became the what do they call him white shark or white white, white tiger white wolf we don't know anything you know we just got a little bit of of him being in there in Wakanda in uh, Infinity War was it Infinity War yeah or Endgame it was Infinity War no uh, he came in uh, Endgame. No, 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 you're right, you're right. No, he showed up. The first one, the first one, yeah, the first one. The The first one was Infinity Infinity War, War. yeah, because that's when he started fighting with them. Yeah, Um, but we don't know as, because there's a long time after Civil War to that specific time. We don't know how how much, what his storyline is and, and how he got the nickname, but. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a little bit more of it. I would love to see him in the new, um, in Black Panther 2. Okay. Which, by the way, Black Panther 2 is going to start filming uh, soon. Uh, it should be at the start of summer. I think they're going to start filming it. Um, Alright, so... So far we have zero love interest. Uh, no one has said on your right yet. No one has said I can do this all day. And we haven't had any flashbacks, right? Uh... Not to previous MCU films. This is that that's what I wanted to talk to you about because in the very beginning of the first episode you uh-huh. have audio of Steve Rogers talking to talking yeah so I don't know Do if you, audio counts you as flashback and it was audio I need to rewatch it to hear it's, it but it was actual from the from the movie yeah because he said how does it feel when it and it's steve rogers old steve rogers when he gave him the shield and he says oh when like, he's in the yeah yeah and okay. he says like it feels like it belongs to someone else all right let's go as one then that that counts that's oh, good for me man because i said two you said one if there's another one i win <laughs> okay okay all right hold on hold on hold on no hold on. no no you said wait, it wait 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 bro 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 <laughs> okay there's another thing <laughs> In the first episode, there's also images of Steve Roger from Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. So does is that considered also? Because those are still images from the first film. Are those considered flashbacks? But wait, what was the context of it? Well, they he's walking remember. with um, War Machine the, through the, yeah, yeah. Smith, Smithsonian. The museum, right? Yeah. And then you just see the pictures there. Yeah. So it's not. It's technically not a flashback because it's happening currently. They're watch. They're seeing it. In present of their their present. Okay. So if like you the the voices count because he's remembering it, right? right? Thank you for giving me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you would be out already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and the flashbacks we've gotten are from Bucky, but they're not flashbacks. To some, like, they're new flashbacks that we've yeah. never seen. Yeah, so those it were count. not in the films, in the MCU films. Yeah. All right. So far, man, do you, are you liking the show or no? I am. Are you okay with I, it? I am enjoying it. Uh, it's a lot more action, obviously, compared to what mm-hmm. we've seen in WandaVision. Uh, I, you will definitely start seeing more action as time progresses within the show. Um I'm excited to find out how it ends because that would lead to so many more questions, just like WandaVision. 
I don't think I think it's gonna be like Wanda where we're not gonna get any answers or we're just gonna be left mm-hmm. with because this, this that's what the shows are they're meant to be like foreshadowing or get you hyped for future movies or projects or storylines that they're working on yep. um, um, I think I was talking to some people this weekend and they were all they all kind of said the same thing about the show they were like Ah, it's just not as good anymore. It's just weird. I don't know. And I, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, they don't like it. And I'm like, Whoa. I feel like they don't like it because this is a lot like comic books. So if you're n- not into comic books, yeah, this is n- if you're just into the MCU for the movies and not necessarily for the comics, this is definitely one of those shows that will lose you because the flow of it is very much like a comic book. Yeah. And um, I think which is why I like it. You know, because it's like, ooh, the comic book nerd in me is like, this is great, this is great. Yeah, they're they're bringing out people, they're saying <laughs> things that 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 are, are are awesome that we're used to seeing or, or storylines that we want to see. Yeah, um, I agree with you. And I liked that this was um, the director was John Wick because it was you can really tell that action style and just. It's great. They went into that into that um, to that club thing, and it was like, oh, this is just like John Wick, you know. It's like a club of villains and stuff, you know. And it's just cool. It also makes me very excited to see the Loki yes. uh, trailer. Yes. Because that Loki trailer, I mean, that show is is produced and and directed and made by the same people that did Rick and Morty, and I think that's genius because. Who better that, to that talk about time travel and and and, and uh, reality jumping than uh, Rick and Morty? I mean, that's the that's creators. their whole thing. That's their whole fucking thing. The crazy thing and, is, it's within the last year they already released two seasons of Solar Opposites. Uh, they're doing Loki and the new. Didn't Rick they and do Morty. like a hundred and something episodes of Rick and Morty? So they say, but they are scheduled to do like seventy-two or something, or more. Yeah, dude. And they they had a lot to do in uh, in this series and in WandaVision. The, the writers for Rick and Morty have been fucking working, bro. <laughs> yep, they they've been working paid. like crazy. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I hope they get a movie. That's what I hope. I hope they give them a movie. Um, uh, directing wise though, this this series is not like WandaVision. Yep, I like the director from WandaVision better, but. It's still really good. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what where the story goes. Um, um, so you yep. you mentioned uh, the creator of John Wick. He was the writer, yeah. and his name is like Derek Colstad. Uh, apparently, yeah. he's also written the next episode. Oh, so we're probably gonna get a little bit more action and stuff too then. Yeah, but all three, all, all four episodes are directed by the same person, and it's a uh, Carrie Sco- Scogland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Oh. Uh. I found out some stuff. Should I say about the so far about the the flag smashers mostly? Yeah. So I think okay. we, we should do that, and then we just end it from there. End there. Okay. So. Um, you know how, like, a person died in episode three? Yeah. It's just a person died. It didn't, it kind of seemed like out of left field, like, so and so has tuberculosis or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, actually, there was a, 
a a sub plot line for the series. Yeah. Uh, the plot line was that uh, there was a virus that people were dying of it, right? Yeah. And it was a, a virus that was completely changing the world, and it was a pandemic, and um, there was vaccines that that healed you from the virus and helped you survive. Yeah. So those were the vaccines that the Flag Smashers stole in episode one. Mm-hmm. Or episode two? Episode two. When we get introduced to the Flag Smashers, that's them. Um, that's what they were stealing. So there's a big time cast. Um, per, uh, someone was casted to be that lady that died. Mm-hmm. So she was supposed to have a bigger arc. Because it was going to lead to the whole reasoning behind the Flash Smashers. Um, it was completely scratched and taken off yeah. because it's literally the plot line of COVID. And so, like, Disney's like, yeah, we're not going to get into a COVID sort of, like, idea. thing going on. Idea, especially because it's still actually happening. People getting vaccinated and all this stuff happening right now. So, it was cut off. You can tell if you rewatch episode three. Yeah. A lot of the storyline with the Flag Smashers, it, the it's all said and dubbed, so you don't actually see them talking, because th- this is where the big plot of that that virus was gonna happen. Mm. So they had to do a lot of not reshoots or some in some cases they did reshoot and some cases they just reorganizing. Simply, yeah, edit it where it was like they were talking behind screen or there you couldn't see their face. Um, and they said, so it was definitely, they came in to do dubbing, to do voiceovers. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's so, crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, it kind of makes you think, like, maybe it would be way different, too. If you had this, even though it's a subplot line, but it's still something that gives you more information on the Flag Smashers. Yeah. Versus now, we just have this lady who died of TV, just not necessarily something that motivates you to do a lot you know but yeah yeah That's so nuts, man. yeah it's crazy um also the fact that this was shot before all the covid happened just kind of nuts that they've been holding on to this for a while now yeah for how long like it's been about two years because it was 19 uh two, 2019 it was shot 2019 and for how long were they filming I don't know how long they filmed. I don't think they... But, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So it says filming began in October 2019. And I it think they finished off. on 2020, March. Uh, they wrapped I, up last year in October. Because they... So I'm pretty sure they had to do like a couple of things. Yeah. After COVID. After COVID, yeah, yeah. They had to halt it from March until September. Yeah. But it wasn't a lot. I think it was just like wrapping up and reshoots and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, people died. I mean, we had uh, Chad Bozeman died. So if he was in this, do you think Disney would be ballsy enough to show him in this if he was actually originally in it? Uh, They already recorded his scenes for um, the What If episode. Oh, so they're going to show him in that. Yeah. So his voice is But isn't that. that animated? That's animated though, right? Yeah, but you still have his voice and you'll be yeah, credited that's true. on Oh, that's going to be tough. Oh, well, man. It was nice nice talking to you. Uh, hopefully the listeners enjoyed it. Yeah. Remember to subscribe, comment, 
share, whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Uh, leave us voice messages. At today's Zoom. Until next time, have your popcorn ready. Skittles. <laughs>